Hey everyone, on this episode I have Miguel from Lower Arizona, a uh, real cool conversation, real cool guy, I like that he's, I, l- I like his aim, his his aim is real cool, real cool. I am in full support. Um, I, have, I have to do a real quick announcement before we get into the episode. I will be on hiatus for like two weeks, the next episode will drop on the 13th of June, I'm just going to be out of town. And I, quite frankly, don't have enough podcasts in, you know, saved or done to do to release them while I'm gone. So and anyways, I won't be here to actually give them enough attention and stuff like that. So thank you, guys. Um, Here's the episode. Hello, everyone. This is another episode of Sales Talking. And today I have Miguel from Lower Arizona. How you doing, man? Good, man. How are you? Good, good, good. It's a pleasure. I'm, I'm glad you're able to make the time. Uh, I heard that the family's sick and everything. Yeah, it's all good, man. Thanks for having me, dude. You know, you know, uh, my um, my remedy when I end up getting sick. I don't, I don't know if you can give this to kids. Cause kids be picky, but but um, I like to get a clove of garlic, chop that thing up, uh-huh. leave it out for like five, ten minutes, and it has a chemical reaction with the oxygen in the air, activating really? it, the antibiotic that's in it. Dope. Then you just swallow it. Ooh. It's, it's, I don't know how that would go down with the kids. But yeah, the kids is a whole different thing. Maybe, maybe I'll have my maybe, girl try maybe it. Maybe your girl can try yeah, it. For yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a... I, I, I tell everybody, every, whenever she's I a, hear somebody sick, I'm like, yo, yo, get, your, get yourself some garlic. <laughs> she's more of a, like, uh, I think she puts, like, the potatoes under the feet or the onions in the feet oh, with the okay. socks. Okay. I tried that one time. It didn't really work, but... Yeah, no, no, no. I don't know. Chop up the garlic. Eat that thing. You don't have to eat it. You don't have to chew it. You don't have to. No, none of that. Just, just I'll see if she wants to try. Straight up, just, <laughs> just eat it. You know. Yeah. Um, we'll start off with uh, what what is Lower Arizona? Um, basically, what it is is uh, Chicano culture mixed in with like hip hop culture, and it caters more to like you know people that are here. Like growing up, I mean, obviously I'm Chicano, and growing up loving hip hop. But also having that Chicano culture around you, like growing up with friends that are like, you know, into like low riders and like, uh, <clears throat> like heavy, heavy, like drawing, like, like the drawings that you'd see in like a low rider art day magazines or like Teen Angels. Okay. Like I had a bunch of friends that grew, grew up drawing those things. And like, it was just dope, like to get influenced by that. Cause it is a part of like my culture, you of know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's crazy how it just influences you. Cause you're like automatically drawn to it. You're like, man, this is what everybody's doing. Like, that's, you know, like, like me, you know? And it's like, awesome way to identify. And uh, there's a lot of cool things that, I mean, that are in Chicano culture that I'm still learning to this day, man. I bet, I bet. What's yeah, up? and a lot of people don't even know, like, the full story of, like, not story, but I guess, like, things that mean, um, that have a lot of meaning towards Chicanos and, like, activists and organizers, they identify as Chicano as well. And, like, that's just a whole different, like, thing for me because I used to be like involved in like Metro back in the day but I kind of fell off because I couldn't go to school anymore and um, but that like activism part always kind of stayed with me and yeah. I wanted to integrate that too into lower Arizona it's just kind of hard for me right now because it's just me right, right. but like uh, I get that yeah it's <laughs> just me and uh, like I'm heavily like influenced by like those flowers flowers and bullets cats oh yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, Tierra and Libertad uh, oh, I haven't heard of them Oh really? Yeah, yeah they're dope, man. Um, Nadita and uh, Claudio. 
they have their own thing going on. They've been like in the Zocalo and everything. Like, oh really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, you definitely want to talk to them, dude. They're uh, super, super. I, dope. I've heard of. I mean, I had Flowers and Bullets. I had Tito on. Uh, yeah. Maybe like two months before they got that award that they got. They yeah. Got, they got the award like recently, no? Yeah. That recently. grant that they got. Mm -hmm. That was a like major grant for them. Yeah. Um, that's real cool, man. What, what's um, what's something that you learned that uh, you didn't know that was part of Chicano culture? Um, honestly, things that I didn't know are more like on the art side, you know, okay. just like different meanings growing up. Like, um, there's a insignia that you'd put on your drawing or people call it, like back in the day, they call it placas, like placas. When, they, when they draw on the wall. Oh, really? Yeah, like only up to like five years ago, I didn't know what CS meant and it means consapos. Do you know what that means? Oh, I, I think I've heard it, but I, I don't know what it means. Yeah, so like CS is like, uh, like you draw something on the wall, whatever, back in the day, and people put CS under it. Or you like write the names of your your crew, you know? Oh, okay. And then you put CS, and that means like, don't touch this, placaso, and, or, you know, you're gonna get it back double. Like, we'll like right. come looking for you. Right. But back then, that was just like a thing back then, you know? Now people like tag over stuff, it's no big deal. You go get another spot. Right. But I just learned that like five years ago, dude. Like, really? And that like opened up like, other things like I'm really into this artist named uh, Chad Pohorquez. Uh -huh. He like identifies himself as like the oldest living um, Chicano graffiti artist wow. ever, and he lives in LA and he's like still around. Yeah. And I'm really like I want to go to LA pretty soon. He does this thing called California Locos and like he like does book signings and stuff like that. Wow. So yeah, I want to go to LA check him out. Dang. Like Mr. Cartoon, they're like in that same collective of okay. California Locos. Yeah. And I have no idea. I'm like, I'm, 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 I know of its existence, Chicano culture. Yeah. But I know very little of it. Yeah. Yeah. So did I for a long time, dude. Like, it's just, it's hard because like, when you're the only the, the one doing research and like right. nobody else is there to influence you or help you, right. it's kind of like you have to take things as they fall into your lap, you know, yeah. or like. Yes, the internet, true. obviously, you have access to everything, but yeah. if you're not looking up the right stuff, you're not going to find it. So, yeah. Yeah. Has, has, has the internet been useful to like discover new things like that? You know what's crazy? It has because people always say, like, growing up, like, you ought to be influenced by your homies or you got to be influenced by friends. It's like, I have homies and friends, but it's just like, I don't have them in that realm, you know? Right. Like, I maybe have one or two even right now, right. but still, like, we're like grown adults, like I can't see them every day and like we can't talk every day. Like, I don't know, it's weird, man. The internet's like for some people, like I feel like it's like a di their like friend, you know, because they're like, oh, what can I look up? Or what can you teach me today? You know, right. it's weird. It, depending on how you, you come at it, it'll, yeah. it'll become that way. If you go to it like a student, it'll teach you. Yeah, like just YouTube, man. It's, yeah. Nuts, dude. It's crazy. It's insane. There's all kinds of stuff that you can just look up and that people have uploaded yeah. that can teach you things. And then the algorithm starts feeding you even more because like it yeah. starts learning what you're searching and everything. Yeah. So it starts feeding you more. Yeah, like it sounds lame, like all oh, this fool's like going through Chicano culture the internet. It's like, no, huh, it's not really. It's really cool, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, what else can you do? I mean, you're, you're, you're dying to like, you know, learn more about who you are and like your right. culture and like, that's kind of all you have when you don't have like friends that are into the same things that you are, you right. know? So how would you define Chicano? Like, like what, would you, what would that be to you? Um, I mean, the term Chicano, right, is like uh, Mexican-American, right. basically, yeah. you know? Um, like it's a subculture, like people are like, 
And is it only Mexican American? Like Mexican American only gets that? Oh, definitely not. Okay. Like, there's people that I know that are white. You know, white dudes, black dudes, and they identify like cholos. You know what I mean? Like, and that's how it is in California too. There's a lot of people that aren't Mexican American, but they're just like they delve into this culture and they just like live it and breathe it every day. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like. Uh, people in Japan, like Tokyo, like it's, it's Chicago too, culture right? is heavy there, it's crazy, right. like heavier than here dude, like it's we're a border so town man, like what? they're halfway across the world and they're like, you know, they have low rider clubs and like they're really? all tatted up and they like still dress like, you know, and diggies and <laughs> shit all the time, <laughs> yeah, are you serious, yeah, yeah, oh my god, yeah, there's this dude uh, I follow on Instagram man, oh all he does god. is draw like teen angel shit all day and like, really, bump oldies and like, yeah, dude. And he doesn't really even speak English that well. Wow. But, yeah, dude. It's crazy. Halfway across the world. And, like, I'm looking at him like, you know, wow. what are you doing today? Like, it's crazy. Wow. How, yeah. did, how did the... How, how, I don't know. Personally, I don't know how that happened. But how... how maybe you would know. How did the Chicano culture spread to even Japan? How did that happen? How did it spread? Yeah. I mean, that's a good question, man. Like, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> like... I'm sure there's an answer, but right. I'm not the one that's going to give it to you. you right. know? Right, it's just there. Respect, respect. Um, yeah, dude, that's a good question. Uh, really good question. Uh, I'm gonna hopefully it might have come from like Chicanos transplanting from here to over there, Japan. Or like, you know, okay. that makes sense. Japanese people that are here and they go back they and go they back, take things back. that they love with them from right. Cali culture. Right. People that have grown up in LA and they move back. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a really good question. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. That's something to propose there, right? Because that the spreading of it's a trip, like right? That. Like a bunch of like they call them japoneros, like Japan. Japoneros. Yeah, <laughs> and it's been they've been around for a long time, dude. Really? Like, yeah, like Asians and like Chicano culture, like. Wow. Yeah. Heard some of them passed from Mexican. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're in it, man. Yeah, I bet. And that's like to go back to your question, like you don't have to be Mexican American to be Chicano. Like, right. I feel like Chicano is just like. That lifestyle that you live, you know what I mean? Like I surrounded like by your homies. I like that. Just like anybody that identifies with whatever culture, you know? Right, right. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to be a certain race or whatever. Like, you just live it, you know? You just yeah. live it. That's respect. That's respect. Yeah. I like that. It's just like here, though, we're like heavy with like Chicanos, like Mexican Americans. Yeah. Like all of my homies are like pretty much all Chicanos, man. Like right. all of my ex DJ homies. Yeah. Um, friends growing up, like I hardly had any like. Afro-American homies or like white homies growing up like I grew up on the south side there's just nothing but like Mexican kids you know yeah, what I mean I'm Mexican. like I wanted to go to Tucson High so bad just to get like some diversity nice. but I ended up going to Desview and like I don't know. it's alright oh hella Mexican hella mix yeah. I get it I get it yeah that's what's up yeah so you used to be a DJ yeah dude I um that was like the first thing that attracted me ever to like hip hop was you know DJing, yeah. having control of the music and having control of the crowd, playing whatever you want. Right, right, right. But I didn't DJ in front of a crowd for like ten years. Yeah. Like I was in my room just being a little scratch nerd, like just cutting. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What what um when did you start? When did you start buying scratch uh, and stuff like that? Well, I could only like afford one turntable for like years. Okay. And that basically like set me off on the path to like have my mixer, my turntable, and then like set up my iPod through an auxiliary cord and just scratch over beats. Like I wasn't even mixing. Wow. Yeah, I would just like scratch yeah. all the time. Wow. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. I would like scratch over anything, really. Like that's basically where it started for me. Like I love like 
there's scratch culture that are, that's in DJ culture too. Right. Like just scratch nerds that just like scratch two sounds for life. But because there's so many different types of like different like cuts yeah, and like yeah, variations, yeah. people are still learning new things to this day. And like with technology, it's crazy. Like now they have a little portable thing you can take. Like I could have brought it here and like if I had one so and it. cut here if I wanted. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. God dang. It's, it's just like another way of talking, you know? Of course. But yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Our, our, in our form, is nothing but another form of communication. So yeah, and especially music. How was it the transition to actually perform in front of people, to DJ in front of people? Um, I was living downtown at the time. Yeah. And uh, I was walking. This is when Vaudeville was still open. Do you know? Did you have, have you ever heard of Vaudeville? It sounds familiar, but I'm not 100%. Okay. Um, it was basically a bar of Congress, okay. and on uh, Fridays they have hip hop all the time, like nothing but hip hop. Yeah. And I stumbled onto a, a show. I don't think it was on a Friday. I think it was like on a Thursday or Saturday, and they had a hip hop show in there. And I went in there. I was like fresh, 21. Yeah. I didn't really know like what I was getting into. I was just like, I'm gonna check this show out. And then I saw this kid rapping. He didn't have a DJ, and I just saw myself like. Being like, man, maybe I could like, hey, yo, man, like, you need somebody to just press play for you, like, and that's how it worked out. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Who's rapping? Who was it? Do you remember? Man, I feel bad because I don't remember his actual name, (laughs) but his like, like full name, like first and last. Right. His MC name was Ali Ox. Ali Ox. Yeah, he lived here for a few years and then he bounced. But that was like my foot in the door because he ran with uh, James Cipherface at the time. Okay. And uh, Big Meridox too. I don't know if you heard of them. Those nope. guys. Nope. Yeah, they're like <laughs> heavy, heavy like Tucson underground hip hop. Wow. Like, yeah. Okay. You what? talked Tucson underground hip hop. You mentioned like their name is like huge. Wow. What what what, are you, what year is this when you did that? Uh, to be honest, I think it was like when I was like I say twenty two or twenty three. Uh-huh. And like as far as year, I think it was like 04, 05 or something okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of vague as far as like the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, they uh, he was running with James Cypherface yeah. and uh, Big Murdox, Big Ox. And uh, I just got to know those guys really well and they took me in, which was really, really crazy. Cause I was like, man, these dudes like, they're not gonna like want me hanging around with them, but right. they're a cool sound, man. Right yeah, they're like, oh yeah, you wanna like be a part of the crew, I guess? Like yeah. just hang out, press play. and. You know, learn a few things, go with us to places, and that's it. That's awesome. How was that experience? It was cool. Yeah? No. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, the experience of being into hip-hop, yeah. I feel like being in hip-hop in Tucson, at the time for me, it was, like, kind of mind-blowing because I didn't know what it was, you know? Right. I just stepped into a bar, and I extended my hand to a dude to be like, hey, you want me to do this for you? I got you. And him just being like, okay, you got me? Cool. Like, that's it. And, like, I didn't know, like, anyone in the scene. Right. So it was like kind of scary for me because you know you're going what into a, something brand new. What a dive you took, man! Yeah, yeah for sure. Respect. Yeah, I got lucky, man, because they're like, yeah, cool, you can be down. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, yeah, it wasn't like anything crazy. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, dude, like, just getting to know those dudes, yeah. and like, I still know those dudes to this day. Yeah. And um, I think that's where like the love for hip hop in this town for me, like, it just yeah, takes yeah. it to another level because all the homies that I met through music, I still talk to them to this day. Right. Like they're still like, I consider them like really good friends, you know? So, yeah dude, it's crazy. Like the music the music scene here, everybody says it sucks. Like as far as hip hop, like it's too sound, like, they're just like, eh, whatever dude. Like they're doing, yeah. Like they're just doing their thing, whatever. Right. 
but it's the community like you said like you get intertwined in each other's lives yeah. the things happen and like you never lose that like friendship you know the camaraderie yeah because they love music just like you like there was a time like where I took a break from music I was like man I don't want to do this anymore but those those homies were still like yo come back like come DJ like even to this day like I still have like a friend of mine that DJs and he's like are you ever gonna DJ again and I'm like nah like I'm done dude like <laughs> that was the time for me to do my thing but now like internally I'm over like I don't want to do that anymore You're done. but he's still like you were dope like you I'm were like, right man come on let's do it again yeah and in my head and I'm like, like well, was I that dope like I don't think I was yeah, but that's just what everybody thinks of themselves, you know? Everybody's like, eh, I'm, I'm whatever. But other people, you know, they have respect for you and they love what you do. That's what's hot, man. And it's cool. Oh, yeah. Did you have a DJ name? Um, yeah. So it was, uh, my name's Miguel. Right. And uh, my DJ name was Miguel. M-I-G dot I-L-L. So it kind of sounds like my name. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah, <coughs> a play on words there. Yeah, it was. And, like, yeah. I was surprised I didn't think of it earlier. Like, <laughs> so dumb. But, yeah. I mean, it's usually there. It's those, it's those real good ones that are just right in your right yeah. in your face. You can't see them until like something happens or like they pop up. Yeah, and especially that. in hip hop, the best way to go is just using half of your real name or something that refers back to your real name. Right, of course. I think it's the best. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. You, you um, you 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 just brought up not not you just not you didn't just bring it up, but you said something where like you want to unite. Uh, Cholo culture and or uh, Chicano culture yeah. and hip hop culture. You said that, and I, I never thought of them as separate, but they are. Yeah, they're hella separate. Hella separate. I never thought about them as separate. Yeah, um, I think they're so separate because mm-hmm. people that are hardcore, like in Chicano culture, like the dudes that you see at lowrider shows, yeah. they identify as like, yeah, dude, I'm a Cholo dog. Like, this is what I live. This is how I dress. This is how I talk. Yeah. You know, that's their calo, basically, like their slang. Right. And they, they don't want to be involved in anything that, not negative, but it's just like hip hop's just this huge, like, spectrum now, you know? Oh, it's so right. big, and they're like, dog, that's, that's not me, like, this is me. I don't want to be connected to that. Wow. But me, like, growing up, like, I love hip hop. Like, yeah. when I first started, like, listening to hip hop, it was like East Coast, you know? Right. Like, hardcore backpack, like, Wearing a headband on your head, on your head, dude. Like wearing the baseball gloves to school, like Method Man. And you're just like, yup. <laughs> wow. Wearing Fubu and stuff like that. Like, oh, wow. that's, that's how awesome. that's how I was, dude. Like, yeah. whole like East Coast, like dressing like that. Yeah. That's how I identified. I was like, and it was funny because at at the time I was like the whole East Coast West Coast beef, and I was just like, I picked a side. You I was picked like, the side. You're yeah. in the East Coast. Yeah, East wow. Coast. And you would think because you know Chicano culture being around, I'm like, hell no, West Side. Right. No. No. <laughs> you went East Coast with it. Yeah. That's it's just because that's where it started from, man. Like New York, right. you know. It is where it started, right? Four elements. That's where it started from. And that's for me, like I'd always. I'm not saying like East Coast is better than the West Coast now, because I'm obviously, you know, I'm an old man, I'm 35. Like I'm an adult. <laughs> like I know that shit doesn't matter. Right. Right. But um, at the time growing up, like that's what I identified with you know you're feeling that side more djing graph emceeing and like the fifth element which a lot of people don't talk about which is um um oh my god i'm trying to blink right now we like making beats with their mouth oh, oh beatboxing beatboxing yeah i don't know how i could forget that beatboxing. <laughs> yeah people a lot of people like they only say there's four elements there's like truly five wow because okay. like b-boys 
that's hella art form, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like, there's shows that, like, happen that people are like, yo, let's start this off, jump off, dude's gonna back me up, and then he gets on the mic, starts beatboxing, automatically people are like, they can't take their eyes off it, you uh, know? Because nobody does that. Nobody does that. It is, like, it, it is, happens, it is and remarkable. you're like, oh, man, this sounds actually pretty tight. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people, like, write that off, but, like, there's uh, hard, there's, is, like, yeah, element. dope beatboxing that, like, definitely influences people like yeah yeah i just think it's dope you ever seen that that video of the, of the father and the daughter boxing challenging each other is it new not eh, it's maybe like i a think year i have two and like the dad goes for it and then the daughter goes for it and just blows him out of the water yeah <laughs> yeah i think i have seen that yeah there's so many videos man it's <laughs> so crazy You're like have you seen this or maybe yeah but yeah going back to your chicano and hip-hop being separate yeah yeah and i definitely feel they are still separate to this day. Right. Like, you go to like a Norada show or something. There's not gonna be like um, a hip hop stage. There'll be like one act. They'll like showcase one act to be like, we're gonna have like MC Magic. You know, the same dude that's been doing Norada car shows forever. Like those type of cats. You that's know. Funny, yeah. But like, that's like hopefully one day I could get not big, but just like I have enough base or like. Enough of a platform. ground platform to be like, yeah, I want to do this thing, and I also want to do kind of like the hip hop festival right. meets a low rider show. You know wow. what I mean? That'd Which be would cool, be, man. yeah, because like be that's cool. that's like my, I don't know, that's what's in my brain. You yeah. know what I mean? Hip hop, yeah. Chicano culture, all the time. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Well, it's um, speaking on that, uh, low riders. Well, how did that become a Chicano thing? Um, you know, that's a Another good question that I probably, I'm not the one to answer that for you, man. Like, just growing up, like back in the day, you would see like the, the bombas, the cars that are like the 40s and 50s, yeah. 60s rides, yeah. that were like more of like um, classic cars, I guess they refer to in the low ride community. They don't hop or nothing. They're just there to look like, you know, really, really nice. They don't really do anything. They're just cars that are like done up, like, from the floor like, nice like design, everything's everything. clean about them yeah right. they're not meant to like bump they're not meant to like jump no. they're just there really nice design yeah those are beautiful cars oh yeah they were dope we had an event this past saturday at la cocina boulevard nights oh and, i saw that I saw yeah that. this car club called old memories they showed up and oh wow yeah like that's all their cars like the the bombs nice yeah and i was just like oh man i'm so glad they came dude feels like in my head, I wanted to make that night as big as possible, but because it's not Cucina and like, so you know, small, it's a small yeah, area, dude. Like, area. I didn't want like the whole streets to be closed off. You know right, what I mean? But right. they were cool. Like, they just parked. They parked in the no parking side of the street. And I'm like, man, I don't want them to get tickets, but yeah, I'm glad they're here. For sure, for sure. That's awesome, man. So the, the, yeah. I'm guessing the event went well. Yeah, it went really cool. Yeah. Yeah, we had um, Diamond Ortiz. He's like a dude from Cali does the talk box, you know, like Zapp and Roger style music? Um, not 100% sure. Um, you heard of Zapp and Roger? The, the name Computer Love? Familiar. Like the robotic right. type of singing? Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's talk box. They put like a the little, like, a little hose thing. in their mouth, yeah, 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 and it connects to the keyboard and the mic, right. and they're just like controlling the tempo with their, right. with their hand. Right. Yeah, he was real cool. Wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah, we played a bunch of oldies, like nothing but oldies. It was awesome, dude. Like, you never hear that anymore, you know? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a rarity, man. Yeah, like, uh, DJ, you know DJ Herm? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So he's like been in the hip hop community in Tucson forever, like wow. for as long as I can remember, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was like, hey man, can we do this event? And he's like, sure man, I just like have to get it together. Like things like that don't happen, you know, like those type of events. And then the people that came out, they were like, man, this is awesome. Like, I wish we could have more events like this. Because out in California, they happen all the time. Right. Every weekend, they almost happen. I bet. But that's why I'm kind of like dying to get like out here. Because like that community really doesn't, not survive, but it just like, doesn't they're not a, out here like that, you know? Right. It doesn't have a... It's, out, it's in someone's backyard or like at the park. Right. You know? It's not like a whole like event. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's not weird. A, it's not an actual community event where people can come together. And even people outside of the culture can come and see it. Yeah. Right. And that's another thing I wish was different, like kind of about like uh, Chicano culture and the events. Like they kind of just want to mess with their own, right. have people that are their own, the people that they know, small circle, and that's it. But like me, like I don't want that. I want outsiders to come in and be like, what is this, you know? Right. Because that's the only way that we're going to influence other people. Of course. You know, or like a kid coming in, like a 21 year old person. Just being like, wow, this is amazing. Like, yeah. I want to like hang out with these people and get to know them, because yeah. you know something about this culture talks to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like and, that. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. You you broke down you broke down hip hop in those five elements earlier. Do you think you can break down Chicano? Chicano. Like, as far as like maybe. Yeah. Not really, man. Nah. I feel like I'd be stereotyping, be like, yeah, dude, like fools that wear baggy pants, Nike Cortez, Cort uh, lowriders, and uh, straight up just. <laughs> yeah, like there's a SWAT meet. Like, but that's not what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Is it, is it's just so broad and so huge. Like, yeah. it's crazy, man. Like, out in California, like, there's podcasts that happen all the time with like Chicanos, and like, they're bumping oldies. They're talking about the weekend. They're talking about art that they're doing. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing to me that I love is the art. Right. Cause like the designs, the the, the aesthetic of Chicano art is very unique. Yeah, dude, they're timeless. It's never gonna go anywhere. Yeah. Like, and that's what I love about the culture because like, when you ask what the like what the elements are or whatever for Chicano culture, yeah. I think people get stuck in like that way of thinking, like just oldies, prison tattoos, black and gray, right. and like lowriders. Right. Or that the two masks. The, yeah. The smile now. Smile now. Cry later. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not what it is man like it's just like it's like such a small portion of it yeah that's just like what the i guess the commercialized version of chicano culture is you know yeah, yeah, yeah. you google chicano culture that's gonna come up you know those drawings yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure for sure it is one of the one of the main stables right but yeah. it's so interesting that like when certain parts of a culture spread like like that yeah and it's so it's so strange nobody knows why nobody can understand why yeah. that instead of another thing that's part of the culture as well yeah man oh well, one question is uh you know the the s that everybody likes to draw yeah is that chicano uh there's been like this study i think uh Stussy tried doing it. Stussy? Tried really looking into the brand. Okay. I think it was. Oh no, it was Vice. Oh, Vice okay. News. Okay. They really wanted to like get to the bottom of where way. that S yeah. came from. S came from? The three, yeah. um, like, the three, lines, the three stripes three lines. and then more lines. Yeah. And then and connected. Connect yeah. That's classic, dude. It's like classic. Everybody grows up doing that, that S, dude. <laughs> and like, honestly, they don't, like, they couldn't find out the origin of it. Wow. Yeah. They say it might have been Stussy, but I don't really think so. I think it was just Something some, else, huh? some kid, you know, that did one day, it caught fire, 
you know and it's it caught fire yeah dude, it's still on fire to this day you could do that s and people like that aren't even involved in chicago culture like, or like cool. taggers or like graffiti they're like I used to draw that. Yeah, yeah they're like, what's so funny. For real, you used to draw that? You used to draw that. Yeah, because so you're a kid, you don't know any better. You think yeah. you're tagging. Yeah, right. And that S looks legit, you know what it I mean? Does, it's like man. the easiest thing to draw. It's such a cool thing. It's funny because I remember when I was uh, when I was younger, uh, I would draw it because I was, it looked like such a fascinating thing. I was like, how do you draw that? And like, yeah. the, the way that you teach you is so, it's almost hypnotic. Yeah. It's crazy. It's weird, man. And then like, uh, it's funny because the first time I was taught it, I, I was taught in a way that it didn't look too much of an S, or at least the ends of it were pointed. Mm -hmm. Instead, like, and then later on, I found other people like making them, making the ends flat. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, that's not how I drew it. I, yeah. And, and I found that like simple iteration because it made it look more like an S. And the way that I drew it, it made it look more an S, but it was a little more ambiguous, I guess you could uh -huh. say. Like it had more properties of being like, yeah. pointed and stuff. And I don't know, I just found that fascinating. Like, I, that's. From what I remember, I remember seeing the pointed one instead of the flat version when I was little. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, I always found that that's so fascinating. Yeah. Most is the fact that like my generation, the generation above me, and the generation and below have kept drawing it. Like, yeah. That's it's never gonna go anywhere. So crazy. Yeah. My, my my other thing about that S is like, when did it show up? Because it's not like. It, it, yeah, it's not like it was like prevalent, you know. Like, yeah. like when did that S show up? Yeah, um, yeah. If you got time later, like just look it up under uh, the. I think it's like infamous S or S logo Vice News. Okay. They have like, they tried to like look up the origins of it. They really didn't find it, but I think they give the date when it started showing up. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to look at that again. Uh, yeah, but I, it's I funny because like. Seeing it, but I never read it. Yeah. yeah. Growing up, you draw those and you're like, yeah, dude, I'm tagging. Like, <laughs> and you have no idea what you're doing. I didn't even think about the tagging. I was just like, this is just a really cool ass. Like, yeah. I like, really enjoyed it. Yeah. And like tagging, like, I don't know. That's just a whole art form in itself, you know. And yeah. you feel like you're doing something cool. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, like that S is like infamous. It start. I'm sure it started off kids that opened the door for them to be like, oh, I'm going to write this way. Or like, right. yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen like Chicano like writing where it's just like very squarish and vertical. Mm, mm. Yeah, like, I don't know, the letters are square, but they're long and- Yeah, yeah I think I've seen it, I think I've seen it's it. It's not easy to read, just anybody to read. No, you know? no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, and I feel like that open, that S, when you're, you know, 12 or 13, will open the door up for other kids to like, yeah, let's, Tag, let's, yeah, let's, you know, graffiti writers, I'm sure they're like, yeah, I did that S, and now they're like amazing graffiti writers, you know? Right. Yeah. It's just little things that kick off that set you in a path. Right. It's weird, man. Just like music, like, I think the, the way that I got um, into DJing was because of my mom. Like, she would just play old soul records. Oh, wow. Yeah, like 80s, like R&B. Really? <laughs> and like a, a lot of the classics from the 60s and 70s. Yeah, yeah. She would always throw those on, and I would always just stare at her like techniques turntable and want to touch it, yeah. you know, just like any kid. It's awesome, man. But yeah, growing up, that always stuck with me, dude. Like, she's the one I could say who like started me off into like music, and like I still listen to like soul music to this day. I love it. Yeah, and then you know, what does that refer to? Oldies, you know. Pretty much, right? Soul music and hip hop are like this, you know, and a lot that. of people don't realize that, and that's why I feel like. Chicano culture with the oldies, I could totally integrate that into hip hop. You I know? can see it, yeah. Yeah, it's 
it's just I don't know. I don't know. Because what you're trying to do is like a synthesis, like a, it's a, it's a, you're synthesizing something new, you know? Cause kind of. Because it has to be almost new. Yeah. Because the Chicano culture is what it is, and the hip hop culture is what it is. You want to bring both those elements together. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm gonna, assume, I'm assuming you brought it together inside you. Mm-hmm. Now you want to bring that out. Yeah. I bet, I bet it will catch, it catch wind, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Out in Cali, it's already on fire, dude. Yeah, there you go. But I just feel like we'll there's nothing here. similar to that here. Yeah, I get you that. Know? I can see that. And I like, that. yeah. And like you said earlier, those those two cultures are very separate. Right. The hardcore Chicanos are going to be over here. Hardcore hip hoppers don't think about going to a low rider show. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, going to like anywhere that involves Chicanos. Like, right. I don't know. It's just weird, man. Yeah. I feel like. I've been going to both of those things all my life, and I feel like I want to just bring those two things together. together. Like a funny story is I went to a lowrider show when they had it back at TCC back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah. I think I was like eight, 16 or 17. I went with my friend uh, Felipe, and uh, there's this huge Wu-Tang shirt there, and I'm like, they have Wu-Tang shirts here? I'm like, oh man, this is dope. Like, I love this place. Like, nice. Yeah, dude, like there's cars, <laughs> there's art, there's Wu-Tang. And that right there, like I said earlier, you draw the S, it's going to take you this way into graffiti. I saw the Wu-Tang shirt, Lowrider shows, Chicano culture, hip-hop. It's been with me, like, forever. That's awesome. Yeah, like, nobody buys a Wu-Tang shirt at a Lowrider show. But I did, you know, because it was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that just happened to me. Right. Or, like, you know, it happens to other people, and they just don't think of it as a big deal as I am. Right. But, yeah, it's weird, huh? Yeah, that is interesting. (laughs) It was ugly. It was, like... I would have never, I would have never thought that was an anomaly. You know, I never would have thought that was like yeah. strange to see the Wu Tang shirt at like a lowrider show. Yeah, and but like, and then I think of it this way: well, they have all of that stuff like at the fair, dude. Like, what are you gonna like integrate hip hop with fucking circus? Like, right? No. <laughs> but then, like, I just feel like for me, that's how these, how putting these two things came together for me. Because I was listening to hip hop at the time, going to the lowrider show, I didn't really know anything about Chicano culture and lowriders and like that community. But like, you know, I came to love it, and like, it's not really that big here in Tucson. Yeah. Like, there's shows here, but they're at the park. Like, nobody knows about them. Yeah. You know, it's so underground. It's crazy, man. Wow. Yeah. It's cool, man. I like your perspective. I like that. I like. I like. I like this uh, love you have for both cultures. You want to yeah. create this new, this new thing with them. I like that. Yeah, I feel like doing that is like opening the doors to like, uh, I don't know, just a bigger audience. You know, of course, of course. Chicanos seeing hip, more hip hop events. Like, it becomes like a bridge. Between yeah. The two things. Like uh, this past February, I did a, a little event at uh, Passe okay. with uh, DJ Bonus and DJ Rock. And it was kind of like my concept to like uh, do this event there. Um, it was a night dedicated to uh, Jay Dilla, you know that producer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had passed, and like every year in cities around the nation, they call it Dilla Night. I think it's on either his birthday or the day that he died. I'm not sure because they're only like three days apart. Oh, okay. But yeah, like people played nothing but Dilla and soul music. There it is again, like those oldies, you know what I mean? Yeah. You play like the original samples, the original records, yeah. and that's all oldies. And then you get a Chicano in there and they're like, oh, this is tight. 
and they're like, oh, this beat is from that, this beat is from this. They start to connect it. Yeah, they start to connect it, and they're just like, oh, tight. You know what I mean? Like, that's dope. But yeah, that's like, awesome. that's one event I could say is hip hop, yeah. you know, at its core. Yeah. Jay Dillo's hip hop, you know oh, what I mean? Entirely. And like, me, you know, trying to like, bring more like Chicanos out to be like hey you know come to this event like we're gonna be playing music we're gonna play soul music we're gonna play the original songs yeah. and then we're probably gonna play the new songs so you could hear a little bit of both right come drink come talk we can do art and then you know just places like that to meet up you That's know awesome. things come things blossom you know? I like that yeah you Let's recently uh, this is sort of another topic um, but you recently had like a collab with Ojalá Systems right um not yet not yet no. oh, it's okay. like in the works it's in the works oh. yeah right, it's a right. uh, it's more of a max yeah from ojalá yeah kind of taking this idea that we're both working with which was like you know gentrification in tucson right now right and uh him kind of seeing my post and him being like messaging me and being like hey that's tight man like you want to do something? I'm like, yeah, dude, because like I love all your stuff. Like I'd always comment on his stuff. Like nice. he's such an amazing like artist, man. Yeah. And yeah. How, how young he is, that's mind blowing to me. He's crazy. He's probably one of like, I told him this like the other day. I'm like, you're one of the like most enli enlightened individuals that I've ever met at at your age. Like, I think he's like 19 or 20. Yeah, he's barely gonna be 20, I think. <laughs> like you know what I was doing at 20? I was watching like scratch videos and just right. like in my room. Just hanging out. No, but he's like drawing like all this like like um dope pen art like yeah. like he's an amazing artist dude like really good, you man. look at his drawings you'd be like oh what is that like cholo art yeah. and he's like no oh, like i'm a white dude but i'm like killing it with this shit you know what i mean <laughs> and that goes back to your thing like anybody right. could be involved in chicano culture you know and he's deep in it i would say he's what he's deep in it super deep yeah i didn't even realize it man yeah and that's just like it's great too amazing to me because like that whole collaborative Ojala systems, like that's kinda like the thing that I've been waiting to happen in Tucson. Nice. Like I want a group of like grounded kids or like, you know, grounded brown people. You know, it doesn't have to be brown people, but most of them are Chicano. Yeah. But like just a collaborative to be like, we're gonna do this, we're about this, and fuck all that other shit. Right. You know, fuck your stupid songs. We're actually talking about shit. Right. We're actually doing shit. Yeah. You know, they do the signs, yeah. the poetry nights. Um, it's crazy, man. They're dope. Yeah. They're yeah. like probably the dopest group of kids that I've ever seen. True that. I'm, I mean, I'm 35. <laughs> I don't know if there's something like that back in the day. I just never knew about it. But to me, now First in this time. day and age, for them to be so like involved and in talking about certain things, like gentrification yeah like that's amazing to me like you go to a hip-hop like a hip-hop show and like try and talk to gentrification about like a 19 uh, to a 19 year old kid first of all they're gonna be like what is that what is that i'm talking about and second of all they're gonna be like who cares dog like i'm i'm into this shit like right. i don't want to talk about that like yeah. that's sad shit you know right. what i mean they don't want to look at it yeah, no, they don't want to look at like what's really happening. Right. And just like me, when I was 19, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Right. But like, I'm glad that they're around, man, because like, I don't know, I just feel like they're just like going to take off. There's something, man. Yeah, there's yeah. something else. There's man. something, man. I, I really, I got a lot of inspiration from them. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a great yeah. bunch. And the, the cats that I have met from that crew, yeah. super nice. Like, all they want to do is like 
me um, talk to you about like whatever art they want you to come out to like you know yeah. the shows that they're having yeah. they're happy that you're there and I feel like I hope a lot of them stay that way because people grow up especially in this hip-hop community and your ego is just like through the roof man right. it's crazy it gets it gets for this crazy. city you don't have to be like that man. right like, but I just hope they stay the way they are because Oh, I think they're dope. I think they'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll be yeah. good. They're they're great guys. Yeah, man, they're, they're cool, guys. man. I'm excited for whatever guys you got planned together. That'll be great. What's up? I'm excited for whatever you guys oh. whatever you guys produce together. Yeah. So I mean, it's supposedly gonna be like this thing on uh, gentrification. Okay. Okay. Where um, I'm doing a couple things and Max is doing a few things and we're just gonna put them together. Nice. And we're gonna have separate pieces at the same time. Oh, okay. So, That's yeah, cool. I'm glad he approached me on it because I was, like, not dying to do it, but just, like, man, I want to, like, collaborate somewhere that I, I respect. You want to do something along those lines. Yeah, dude, and yeah. something that big. True that. Yeah. I like it. I yeah. Well, where we at? Any last words, Miguel? Um, not really, man. Thanks for having me, dude. Of course, of course. Yeah. I'm going to ask you... Because I've asked all my guests this, but I decided to like just not do it how I've been doing it. But I'm gonna do it now. <laughs> What's your first memory, bro? First memory? Yeah. Like grown. Like first ever memory. Memory, man. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Anything '80s pop culture, I guess, man. I respect. Like cartoons, man. Nice. Like, I don't know. <laughs> all, right, all right, that's good. That's yeah. good. I like that. I like I that. That's cool. I'm that's a cool. big, uh, I'm a big like movie pet, movie cat. Nice. So all I did growing up was kind of like chill and like watch TV. I like that. That sounds lame, but that's what I did. Hey, me too, man. Yeah. <laughs> me too, you're not yeah. even alive. <laughs> uh, watched a lot of TV in my youth. Yeah. Still sort of do, but I mean, <laughs> I'm trying not to. <laughs> yeah, not for me, yeah, now not so much, but like, yeah, dude, 80s pop culture, like, to me is amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that. That's, that's like, I was born in 83, like growing growing up uh, 83 oh, yeah nice nice and hip hop too like exactly 10 years older than me oh thanks nice <laughs> yeah, I was 93 dope nice nice oh yeah and it's a pleasure Miguel yeah dude thank you for coming thanks for having me uh, super dope you wanna let the people know where they can find you um yeah I mean social media of course lower Arizona lower hash uh, underscore Arizona both Instagram and Twitter Facebook's not really popping off I'm probably gonna get rid of it pretty soon cause really not worth having but that's another platform I'm on but I guess, I, guess yeah, I, I understand Facebook Facebook's a yeah Facebook's a plight Facebook's shitty now man it's crazy <laughs> like when it started I was like man this is awesome and now it's just horrible yeah and Instagram and Twitter they're just always been the same been popping, bro. those yeah. two are just so fun yeah <laughs> so fun it's a lot yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure I feel like Facebook is for like you know people that want to just like get on your nerves and like debate with you and like is that really how it is for you i feel like i it don't is. i don't deal with facebook like i, I like i'll repost things and stuff yeah. like that and like i'll like i'll like i'll repost like my podcast stuff and everything right. yeah that's it i don't converse with nobody on there and I'm yeah just like here you go it's crazy <laughs> i like tried it, to like nah. i tried to like be civil and stuff and people would just like turn it into something else you can be civil in, in person it's nuts man person to person when you're just typing on me <laughs> everybody's uh socially dyslexic yeah <laughs> yeah and like i'm not even gonna say like i've never done that but it's just like you look back and you're like what was i doing like it happens man. you, you just want to stick it to this person so hard yeah, through your phone like yeah. <laughs> well that sounded really weird but 
You know what I mean. I get it. I mean, we, we get yeah, it. We yeah, get I'm it. just going to flame this fool on <laughs> Facebook. And it's weird because you, you can do the same thing on Twitter and Instagram, but I feel like people don't have that itch to do it. Ah, man. Well, I mean, see, we, we have the limit on Twitter for the 240 characters. Yeah. And then and Instagram's like photos and stuff. Like, yeah. Nobody's going to be reading. You can be super vague with it. Nobody's you know? going to be reading. They're just going to be looking at your, your photos and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Moving up and down, looking at your story probably. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to Facebook where it's you, nothing. You're allowed to like. Yeah. Go off. Go off on like a whole bunch of words and ramblings and stuff. Yeah. That's how it is. It's the medium, yeah. bro. Medium. Yeah. Okay. This, we're gonna end it with this, but <laughs> have you, this, I love this thing. It's it's called uh, the medium is the massage. And it's uh, this book uh, written by this guy named Marshall McLuhan, and uh, he made it an audio book as well. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on Spotify if you want. Cool. And it's literally him talking about the medium in, in which anything is made. You know, a book. Uh, the written word itself or language like spoken word yeah it, that is like a tool that rebuilds you so like if it wasn't for the book, if it wasn't for the book mm-hmm. we wouldn't have like uh, cities mm-hmm. we wouldn't have the architecture and shit like that mm-hmm. or, or the, the if it wasn't for the printing press we wouldn't have uh, the idea of the individual or the citizen mm-hmm. you know stuff like that like things things because of our tools we now new things exist because of the tools we made for sure yeah you know and it, i always thought that fascinating and, it, and it, it's connected to like facebook and the difference between facebook yeah. twitter and instagram so they're different tools you know? for real so they build you back in a different way yeah, yeah. but I'll leave you on that thank you again miguel yeah dude thanks for having me man Appreciate Bro, it, man. thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you on the next one peace you made it again just to reiterate the next episode will be on June 13th. It's a good one. A lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Again, thank you, Miguel, for coming on. Uh, go follow him, guys. Lower Arizona. I believe it's lower underscore Arizona on Twitter. Facebook. Instagram. I don't know about Facebook. But Instagram and Twitter, for sure. And, um, yeah. I'm going to be out of town for two weeks so (laughs) thank you guys for listening and well i'll see you in two weeks Woo!